freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode number 255 of Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are brought to you by azfirearms.com, your nationwide hometown gun shop. I am one of your hosts, Cheryl Todd. And I'm the other guy, Dan Todd. Our theme today is couples by power couples by design. Mm -hmm. And our guests today are Robert and Kay Lee Fukui. Robert right. and Kay Lee have developed an in, in, innovative counseling coaching program, Power Couples by Design, which equips couples to build a thriving marriage and prosperous business. We met them virtually at the recent Dave Ramsey Entree Leadership Summit, which is a world-class leadership conference designed to re-energize businesses and business owners. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, you guys. I'm glad we get to actually see each other in person and not just through the chat on Facebook on the Entree Leadership. <laughs> yeah, thank you. We're honored to be with you guys today. Yeah, this is Absolutely. Fun. And we are excited to meet another couple that is trying to not only do life together, but also business together. Wait a minute. You mean there's, there's couples that do that besides us? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> I, we found how, one couple. So. How, do you, how do you do that, guys? I don't know. We're going to ask you that. <laughs> we'll just compare notes, keep what's yeah. good and throw out the rest. Exactly. Just have to make sure God's involved because. Oh. Exactly. Well, we Isn't that, that the truth? Exactly. Uh -huh. So in mm -hmm. this COVID season, many people are reinventing themselves and starting small home-based businesses for people who are doing that as a family effort. Um, it's, you know, it is tricky. Can you really in your opinion, separate your business life from your married one? No, not, not, you can try, but you can't do it, right? Because everything is intertwined and everything affects each other no matter what. So, so true. You know, I, I, I haven't, this is the first time I've met him. Uh -huh. And I, I trust him now because he said the right thing. Because it is, <laughs> it's really hard, right? I mean, it is hard. It's not, it's not easy. It's rewarding. Yeah. Very rewarding. Yeah. Sure. But it is hard. Go ahead, Robert. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. You just you just can't separate it out. You can create healthy boundaries between marriage and business, uh, but you can't separate out because you know your life is made up of a lot of things, and it's you just bring it into the marriage. No matter what you're doing, whether you're going to school or you know business or career, eventually that's going to affect. It's going to impact the marriage in some way, and especially your business, right? Because it affects your marriage financially. So it's yeah it's intertwined so you can't you can't separate the two not so much and so you know the one thing i would suggest too for those that are looking to do a, a side hustle per se or to look for some side uh, do a side business to produce some additional income is you definitely want to make sure it's something that you you've got a passion for it's not just something that makes money mm -hmm. 
because the moment the only thing you're going for is following is the money, then it's going to be a hard slog because it's not something you have to enjoy it. Right. And so if there's a passion behind it and it fits, you know, your experiences and your gifts and your skills, then that's something that you should contemplate or consider. But if it's just for the money, um, it's not going to work out very well because when the time at the moment things get tough, you're going to get going. <laughs> you're going right. to leave out the door. <laughs> right. Yeah. But if it's something that you're truly passionate about, you're, you're you care about that you'll, you'll make it through the, the rough times of the business. As you know, you've been, you guys have been in business for 30 something years and, and there's peaks and valleys in every business. And you need something that's going to get you up in the morning. Yeah. And it's that passion that's going to drive you through those tough times to make sure you're taking care of your customers and doing the best that you can and the business will be successful. But if it's just strictly for the money, it's not going to, it's not going to last very long. And it's just going to be tough. It's going to be tougher in the marriage as opposed to just, just staying in your, in your current job and doing better the job and maybe getting promoted or maybe going to a different company and, and get, uh, and get better pay. But so anyways, you got to really consider about the business that you're getting into and make sure it's something that you have a passion for. And if you're going to do it as a family, you definitely have to be able to resolve conflict well. <laughs> oh. That, that is a challenge sure. for sure because, you know, we, we work together, but sometimes we don't work in the same room together. And yeah. I, I go on, I'm in this area and she's doing her thing. And then we come home and what is there to talk about? The things that we went through, but we don't want to talk about them or they don't want to hear it. You know, <laughs> it's hard. It's, it is really hard. But, you know, I, I've got a trifecta because what really makes it hard is when you have a daughter that gets involved in your business and then she has two daughters. And so now it's four daughter, four women against one guy. Dan, it sounds like you want to go to counseling. Is that what you're asking? Please, please. I thought you would be used to that though. Uh, as, you know what? Let's, let's I, just have prayer for Dan. Sometimes, <laughs> you know, I look back even, you know, I look back even during the hard times and I say, I wouldn't have it any other way mm -hmm. because we do have a connection that there's no way we'd have had this connection if we weren't so involved with each other. Yeah. You know, a lot of couples, they get married and they kind of go and do their own thing. Yeah. And that's not always the answer. I mean, it's right. hard to, to deal with that. So anyway, and I, I love it. Well, it's funny because you say that because sometimes they use that doing your own thing as a way to make the marriage better. It's, right. it's basically code for we can't handle each other when we're together. <laughs> right. So let's be I apart. Need my turn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so I, that's I need, not an issue. Or that's a bad. That's a bad way to do, deal right. with it. Right. You hear your friend say, "Yeah, I need my time," and you look at that and go, "Why? Why do you need?" Or what? Time? What is that? Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, so, Kaylee, from the the woman's perspective, the wife's perspective, do you have anything you know, kind of to, to add to that about you know, can you really you know, and are there ways to um, maybe compartmentalize some pieces of it because I know that, you know, the, the guy in the office that was like on my last nerve all day, like then he wants to cuddle on the sofa and, watch a movie, <laughs> and it's kind of like, okay, mm all right. That thing that was driving me nuts all day, we could talk about it tomorrow, but sometimes that's hard. Right, right. No, you're right. And too, uh, with our clients, we help um, people find out what their love language is, mm. uh, what their core values are. So those are some important things, like to turn it off when you get home from working together, you know, or when you're, I guess you already could be home. But mm. like if your love language is uh, service, acts of service, well, he comes home 
maybe he does a little active service around the house. Um, for me, I love it when my husband takes out the trash. That's like in our house, how do you spell romance? Oh, taking out the trash. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, and if I do it in my boxers, that's really hot. Yeah. <laughs> right? So I think we have to put on different hats when it's time when we're in home mode. Like, okay, we're not in work mode now. We don't need to necessarily be talking about work all the time. But let's try and uh, I try and get into white more of a wife mode. Like, okay, we're done with work now, so let's, um, you know, let's talk about something else. Let's um, let's share some. What are some of your dreams that you want to do as a couple? You know, I mean, we have different places. We love to travel, so mm -hmm. we can talk about that. Um, oh, you know, I've been wanting to go to Italy. So you know, talk about some different things that aren't necessarily work related. And, and to add, you know, to the example you gave, Cheryl, because this is a, a good, very good example. It's a typical example, right? You, you're at work, that's stressful. Maybe you had an issue at work. Now you're coming home. Now you got to be husband and wife, as, as Kaylee's talking about. How do you deal with that? So this goes to what I said earlier about boundaries. Now, you can't separate business and marriage, but you can create healthy boundaries. So in a situation like that, where maybe you had some kind of conflict at work, you hadn't resolved it, and now you're going to go home that's a point where you have to be very intentional about saying, honey, this is really making me upset. I'm angry. We really need to deal with this. I don't want to deal with that at home because it's a work issue. So I don't want to bring this at home, but we do need to resolve it because when we get home, we need to be, we're, we're, <laughs> I want to be loving, right? right? So let's, when can we, can we talk about this, you know, between husband and wife, when can we talk and resolve this issue? You know, is it tomorrow morning or is it an afternoon or set a date and time to schedule this thing and let's address it. Mm -hmm. that'll take it off the off your mind that's uh, so why i won't have to think about it anymore so, okay. i know we have a plan and you can say i love you you know we love each other and we have an issue we need to resolve we may, may not have time to deal with it right now but we're going to deal with it tomorrow at 10 a.m and then let's go home and have a good time right so that kind of that kind of you know says you know so you're not going home angry but you're saying we're going home we know we have an issue but well, we both know we're, we need to resolve it. We both have come up to a time when we're going to do it. And we both said, I love you. Regardless of what the issue is, I love you. Yeah. Right? That, the issue is not going to separate us. Right? It's just right. an issue. We just, we'll, and we'll deal with it. Then that sets the stage. You just keep that at work. We know when we're going to deal with it. We've already said, I love you. Now we can go home. That's a good transition to going home as husband and wife. Because I want to know it's going to be resolved and that yes. we're going to talk about it. So as long as he is able to communicate that to me, then I'm okay. And I feel peaceful about it. Okay. It's not going to be, you know, we're going to, it's not going to be like, we're not going to talk about it. Right. That's well, the hardest thing there is to do in a business. I think is knowing to turn it off. Mm -hmm. I haven't learned how to master that yet. <laughs> I'm seriously, I have not, but it's hard because you know, it's on your mind. You say tomorrow I got to deal with this, but I'm home now. And how do you cut it off when you are still trying to find answers to the situation, you know, solution? Or to it's the true. It takes a tremendous amount of uh, maturity, I think, and also trust that it isn't just being swept away or mm -hmm. ignored, but it will be fully discussed to, to both of our um, mm -hmm. satisfaction and resolution um, and, and not looking for who's right but really what's the best decision for the whole organization, right. the whole business, I think is important oh, wow. too. Do you guys? You brought back some memories there because I used to <laughs> always think that I had the right solution. <laughs> I, I had it, right? What? 
And, no, uh, and, I never and, and, and experienced not that. Not necessarily, <laughs> and not necessarily with Cheryl, but with the business overall, with customers, the whole work. Yeah. And I realized that, oh man, I'm way off. And <laughs> by, but, by, but by realizing that, it gave me uh, inner peace, a lot of peace in a lot of things, because mm -hmm. it's like, one is you have to say, is this problem really worth the stress that we're doing? All we mm -hmm. need to do is this and it can go away. May not be what I think is the right thing to do, but it's not the wrong thing to do and it's solved mm -hmm. and it's gone. Yeah. So the inner peace, because uh, if you have a business and you know, a thriving business, especially you need inner peace. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. And sometimes just by talking about the next day or an hour later, it can kind of diffuse things. You can kind of sit back and think, oh my gosh, maybe that wasn't really that big of a deal as I thought it was. Yeah, no, that is that is an excellent point. And you know, on this topic of of uh, tension, you know, uh, we perhaps never experienced a time when tensions across the nation and within families have been so high. There is so much uncertainty, and you know, people are you know losing their jobs, and we just don't quite know what the next thing around the corner is in this crazy COVID season of 2020. Um, how does improving your marriage improve your business? And is there a vice versa to that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you want to start? Here? Go ahead. Well, I'll, I'll talk you know, the you. things we talk about, the things we, we help our, our couples in business the, is on conflict resolution, communication, conflict resolution. <clears throat> so that's a skill that's transferable to any walk of life, any, any phase, any area of your life, because we have we deal with people all the time right whether it's at home obviously as husband and wife with our kids or at church or when you volunteer or just friends and then of course in business you've got mm -hmm. vendors you've got employees you've got customers so that's just that skill of communication and conflict resolution is just huge and that definitely improves the business because right <laughs> we always have conflict issues in business sure so if, if you can do you it, don't then do you yeah. really have a business? I don't yeah. think so. <laughs> and if you can do it well at home as husband and wife, I mean, you can deal with anybody mm -hmm. because you spend the most time intimately with your, your spouse. Mm -hmm. Right. And then a lot, a lot of stuff comes up and especially as husband and wife, you're, I guess, I don't know if it's a good thing or bad thing, but you're willing to say it, right? <laughs> say, yeah. talk about the issues and, and just, you know, sometimes give it to her, give it to each other, you know, mm -hmm. so how do you diffuse that and then be able to resolve the issue, get to the crux of the matter? Because sometimes when you're, when you're um, lashing out in anger, it's because you don't feel heard or understood. And so learning how to share with your spouse, hey, I think I hear you and kind of, and then let's talk about this in a rational manner and in more of an adult manner, as opposed to having to lash out, let's talk about the issue and empathize and then come to a solution that you can you know, both agree on. And you can leave feeling that you're both heard, understood, and you know, the solution was helpful for both of you, you know, creating win-win situations. Communication is, is key in your business and at home, just knowing what direction we're going, what the plan is. Um, so many times I think we find ourselves um, in, almost a heated discussion. And then we realize, oh my gosh, we're talking about the same thing, just a different way of saying it. And I'm like, honey, I think we're, I think we're arguing about the same thing here, but just a different, you know, coming, just a different way of saying it. But 
Um, it's just, yeah. I mean, like I, for example, I know someone that was like, like a great CEO, he said, like with leadership and communication. And then he got home and his family life just all went to pieces. He goes, why am I able to do this at home? So, or at work so great, but at home, I just like forget everything I've learned from all of his tools. And so he learned to apply that same situation at home to build more communication and conflict resolution and a stronger team. Yeah. Haley, so I, think, I, I think that one of the problems that Cheryl and I had when we first started this business, the one we're in now is that neither, well, we didn't, I didn't know what direction I was going with the business. Not, not in the same direction that Cheryl was going. And I think when we finally found what direction we were going together, which took a lot of uh, conversations, that is when it started getting easier with that, mm -hmm. right? For sure. Got to be, be aiming honest, at the same thing. I, I, have to, I, I have to give a plug to Dave Ramsey because when I first opened my business, it, it was to make money. Okay. I mean, I liked the hobby and I liked what I was doing, but it was to make money. Mm -hmm. uh, Dave, going to the Dave Ramsey things, I realized that no, we're a service. We're a purpose. We're here to help yeah. people. And yeah. by doing that, we were able to get out of debt. We were able to really serve. And now our business is a service business. When you wake up in the morning, there's a complete difference when you have a business where you're helping people yeah. versus trying to make money. So and that helped with our relationship. And it's interesting you say that because that also goes along with pivoting too, because I used to have a really hard time with that. I like to, like, we'd come up with a plan and Robert would be like, okay, honey, this is the plan. And I'm like, oh, great. I know where we're going. And then I would get stuck. Like, okay, well, you said we're going this direction and he's good with change. He'd be like, honey, you need to move over into the next lane. I'm like, no, you said we were going to be in this lane. He goes, we need to move over. I'm like, no. He's like, honey, just move over. <laughs> so we're going... I was going down the original plan, but then things pivoted and I needed to get over. So that communication was um, still an ongoing process. But you did it together. Yes, okay. and I did you get over. Yeah, we weren't doing that at first. Yes, we, okay, we need change, okay? She'd go this way and I'd go that way. <laughs> you know? Well, we didn't know. We just, right. it was, yeah. it was, we just didn't know. Yeah. Robert, you were gonna say something a moment ago. I'm sorry about that, Robert. Oh, uh, no. Um... Um, just yeah, and, and you know the the second part of your question about can business things in business help you in your marriage? Kaylee kind of like someone gave an example too. Sometimes there are good things that you know our organization we're very organized in business, and sometimes even a good communicator in business, but not so much at home. So you got to think about you have to bring the good from both sides and bring it in. So you know in business, you know we're used to like even when I was in corporate you know, we had our weekly meetings with our manager and your sales team and all that. You know, at home, we don't have regular scheduled meetings just to talk about the issues. We're usually talking about things in passing, you know, mm -hmm. as, as we go, which is good. But then it's also really great when you have dedicated time, a standing time, like for us, it's 3.30 on Mondays to talk about the issues. You know, typically it's business, but then also personal, our, our, our personal stuff too. Because that way we make sure we're not distracted, right? Because sometimes when you're doing a passing or in the kitchen or whatever, you're you're kind of you're somewhat you're semi there, but you're also semi distracted. And so to say three thirty on Mondays, we're going to have dedicated time to talk about X, Y, and Z, mm -hmm. right? To get on the same page for the week, but also hey, what's coming up? You know, it's all about being on the same page. And so those are things. Just an example of things that work well in the corporate environment to keep everybody on the same page putting systems in place, you know, organizing all that, and then bring that in the marriage as well. 
then we have one day business plan where he'll pull that out too. We'll see one page. One page yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Annie. Well, we'll see if it's lining up because it's easy to get distracted and get on to other good things. I'm guessing sometimes it goes more than one page. Is that why? <laughs> no, no. Page. She said one day. <laughs> oh. No, it's a one page business plan. It's just uh, something to you know, keep us focused on the priorities. Mm-hmm. So it's my, our business plan on one page, you know, all the marketing operations and all that stuff, but it's all, the, and it's all just the priorities just on that one page. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, there's other details and stuff we have in other documents, but it's something that you can always turn to every week and just go through it and go, are we staying on track or are we deviating or whatever? So anyways, it's just, uh, it's part of our, our weekly meetings. And I think meetings are so important. And that was another kind of hurdle that Dan and I had to get over because he is so uh, working in the business minded and mm-hmm. I am more working on the business minded. And so to, to stop and have a meeting, it was frustrating for him because he's like, you're, you're actually interrupting important stuff that I'm doing. And I get that a hundred percent. But it was that, you know, that communication, making sure we're both aiming at the same direction, even though, you know, I'm working on these nuts and bolts and he's working on those nuts and bolts. Um, I, I personally, I think that uh, meetings are a vital part of, and, and like you said, a dedicated time, not just a, a drive by all the time, you know? Yeah. yeah. I had a really big problem with that because it was like, okay, we have 10 people times X amount of dollars an hour times not getting my work done. <laughs> I mean, these all, again, remember it was about, at first it was about money. Yeah. It wasn't about, okay, now I learned that the stuff that I need to do, I can give that to somebody else to do that would probably do a better job than me in the first place. And yeah. I can oversee things and see better things to do that would help serve the people better. Exactly. So, you could kind of turn that on the other way around and say like, oh, this is a place where I can make money, not where yeah. I'm losing money right. by having right. your meetings because you're like, you two are coming together and you're like, okay, this is our vision. This is where we're going. And um, that's where innovation comes. Right. Mm-hmm. For sure. So you uh, as a couple obviously have other couples coming to you and you know, serving others really can fill your cup, but we also have to be intentional, right? About getting fed and, and getting renewed. Um, who, and who feeds you? Like, is it, or do you read? Do you go to conferences? And, you know, how do you get refreshed so that your batteries are always charged up for, uh, in order to help others? You know, the conferences like, you know, the entree leadership thing and other stuff. And, but we have a, a core group of other I guess, marriage and business, I guess, experts. I mean, other people like us that are doing similar things. And so some of them are marriage counselors, some are marriage coaches, and some are entrepreneurial couples. Um, We actually did a a virtual marriage and business retreat back in June. And a lot of it was made up of people that were already on our podcast. And we said, hey, we want to do this thing. So we got 10 of them, 10 of these couples together. We did a, it was a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And it was such a great, we had such a great time with each other. Um, that we were just continuing the conversation. So we meet every other month. And, and even be, between those, I mean, we see, see some of the other people, like one of, one of the couples, they live pretty close to us in Ventura or in, in, in Oxnard at the Channel Islands Harbor, and they have a boat that, that they live on, but right now they're not living on it because they're taking care of his 
91 uh, year old parents on a thousand oaks. So they asked us, Hey, do you want to stay on our boat? Oh, so, and so we said, yeah, we'll come out for the weekend, brought our dog. And so we just have developed relationships with other people that are doing something similar and we just encourage each other and support each other and not just, you know, talk about marriage stuff, but just having fun, you know, mm-hmm. and we all understand what we're going through as, as husband and wife, but also professionally. Right. Mm-hmm. So we just kind of pour into each other. So we actually use our time together to just, encourage each other and refresh each other so you know you know there's conferences there's church and all that but also that core group of people that totally get you right we get each other and so i think that uh, if a person were a couple were to first get married and then open a business and uh, do what cheryl and i did or what you guys did the success rate is so low unless you have help yeah. Mm-hmm. Because first yeah. your business, the business, most business fail. Right. right. And right. nowadays a lot of marriages aren't making it. Yeah. And so, you know, the counseling really helps people understand. So I, I would highly, I wish I'd have known about it before, mm-hmm. but my advantage was Cheryl took counseling. I didn't, but Cheryl took it and she force fed it down. <laughs> at first, at first, she, I'm, I'm being honest. She had to because I wasn't. I didn't agree with it at the time. Okay, so she had to. But as you know, so once you you try it for a while, you start liking the taste of it, and then you start doing it yourself. I mean, I'm just being honest with you. It, yeah. For a guy like me, it was like no. And now I look at counseling as a, a blessing on many things, not just business. That people need help, they don't realize it, and you get hard headed people like me that say no i can handle this i can fix anything oh no you can't no you can't and so she had to bring that to me and she she forced me to go to a four-day counseling uh one time in california and what a change that was and i had to go by myself too and (laughs) what a change (laughs) but it but it but that that was the seed she she knew and she tried for many years to get me to go and i wouldn't go but then finally she found a way to get me to go and i went and it, it was just a seed, you know, it wasn't hundred percent right then, but it sure changed the direction. So you need counseling, however you get it, you need counseling, whether you're just getting married or just a business or doing it all together. Well, I got a story for you, Dan. <laughs> you know, one of the reasons why we're doing what we're doing is because we did go to counseling, but we went to counseling before we got married. And I would have to say we even went to counseling before we even were really dating. Oh, wow. It was one month after I met her and she encouraged me to go to counseling. Really? I mean, we had three, four dates, four dates, I think four dates. I just met her. We're four dates in, you know, barely, barely a month. And she's, she said, I think you should go to counseling. Wow. And I'm, yeah. And I'm like, are we even a thing? (laughs) 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 we have we have not said i love you to each other there's no talk about commitment i mean there's i'm just like i just barely know this person (laughs) she's robert robert you gotta know there's nothing more like saying i love you than saying can we go to counseling counseling? (laughs) (laughs) well i didn't know that then but apparently that's true but i was like i'm looking at her like what What? (laughs) when you hook around Mm-hmm. Obviously, so, yeah, obviously. So when worked. she first said that to you, what was on your mind at the time? Did you think that maybe you 
wanted counseling or did you think what's going on here? No, I was like, yeah, I'm like, you're crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So no, that's, that's amazing. So there, I think a, so there, there is a, there is a very good reason. There's a backstory to that. So Robert was previously married before me, um, from married to his grade school sweetheart. And right before Christmas, one day she was going to work and got in a car accident oh, and wow. he lost her. Oh, um, wow. She lost her life went to heaven and um my girlfriends would say to me oh well you know that's you know at least he doesn't have an ex-wife that's a good thing but my thought was i know he loved her and he would still be married to her but i wanted to make sure that he had room in his heart for me and i know he'll always love her mm-hmm. but um mm-hmm. i didn't want to get because i thought oh my gosh he seems like a great guy and i didn't want to get put too much of my heart involved in, in the relationship to find out he didn't have room so robert wow. you need to keep her yeah. So, I didn't want to feel like I had to compete yeah. with a ghost. Yeah. yeah. Right. No, I, I totally understand your side of it. And it's it's amazing. And there's a lot of other reasons to take counseling too. I mean, so so that turned into two years of counseling, basically, all the way up to we get the day we did get married. So we were dating and engage, you know, between dating and engagement was two years. So we were going to counseling all the way up to we got married. And so we worked on a lot of stuff, talked a lot about you know, our childhood issues and stuff that we're baggage that we're going to bring right. into the marriage and, you know, worked on the communication and res- resolving conflict mm-hmm. and developing the tools, developing a plan to do this. Because we didn't grow up with that. We didn't come with yeah. resolving conflict. And, and, and my dad was a pastor <laughs> and we did, they, they didn't do conflict well. <laughs> so, yeah, so, you that know, happens. You're just not trained. No one trains you to really do that. Right. right. So you just do, you just do what you comes natural. And a lot of times that's not healthy. And we had a family business. So we just swept everything under the rug, you know, like, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so well, fast forward. You, have to look at, you have to look at it and say, well, what's the, uh, what, what do I have to lose if I try this? Yeah, for sure. You, you know, a little bit of time. You know? oh, yeah. yeah. So fast forward, Robert. So, you know, why we're doing what we're doing now is due to counseling. And as I was consulting my business clients and typically they're men as you get to know them they start opening up and then they inevitably start opening up about their home life yeah and so i would just kind of coach them with what the tools that i I, that we learned and just kind of naturally started doing it and then two years ago i just just noticed this trend between what was happening at home and how it was affecting business and vice versa and i i told kaylee i was like you know we get a lot i get a lot better traction even on the business consulting side, if we, if they would have a better marriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I said, I'm kind of doing it, but it'd really be great if they're both in the room together. Yeah. And then, and then really address both sides, the marriage and the how business and how the business affects the marriage and how the marriage affects the business. So even if the spouse wasn't working the business mm-hmm. that they just get on the same page. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's important. So we just started, I just, we launched, we, we piloted this program, an eight week program uh, about a year and a half ago. And um, it just, you know, got a lot of great feedback. So we decided let's do this. Like intentionally yeah. our focus right now, as far as our business consulting, it's specifically for married couples in business and they do don't guys, have to be working together, but just they're married and have a business. Do you guys counsel together? Yeah, we're, we're together. Yeah. We actually do it together. There's definitely a better dynamic when we're, we're together. Mm-hmm. because otherwise if it's just me or her the opposite sex sometimes will think that she's picking on on him sure. or i'm picking on her right taking okay. sides but if we're both in the room together then all that stuff goes away mm-hmm. i have i have been 100 percent more successful when cheryl and i would go see clients together mm-hmm. yeah 
it, it, because sometimes you get, well, I don't want a man come into my house. Right. I don't want a woman come into my house. Right. But when we came in together, every, we used to do uh, state sales. Mm -hmm. And when we go to a person's house to evaluate and decide, you know, if they want to use us for doing this state. And if Cheryl and I went together, we got the job. Right. Or he'll pick up on little things that maybe I, I missed or, or mm -hmm. vice versa. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the little things that people will say or not, you know, the body mm -hmm. language yeah. um, of the person you're, you're interacting with. Uh, it can really help uh, build trust and, and move things along a lot faster. Yep. And I just want to say, you know, you know, he said I forced him. Now. <laughs> uh -oh. We're gonna get she didn't, you know, first of all, we never have arguments in the kitchen because there's knives. No. <laughs> we wait until we no. have microphones Listen, in front of us I, and then we talk, when right? I, No, when I say force, she convinced me. I That's mean, the thing not, is, we you can never... lead a horse to water. It was up to, to him to decide, was no. this going to be a valuable tool for him or not? And if he had chosen not, then it's up to me then to figure out, okay, this is the landscape and how am I going to maneuver around it, through it, over it, under it, whatever. But again, as you said earlier in this conversation, the, the decision is the marriage is everything. The marriage is going to survive. The marriage is what's going to work. And so um, even if I had really wanted him to take this counseling, which I did, um, and he had chosen not to, you know, I, then, then the ball's back in my court. I can't just sit there and, and be mad at him or again, force. How do you, there's no such thing. Really no, she, she would, when I said that she would take examples and say, well, see if you did this, then this would have happened. And that's kind of what I'm saying was forced. Yeah. Into it. You yeah. know, I, I will have to say we've been married 35 years. Oh, he got the number right this time. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, keeps going up really quick. Anyway, uh, every year, 35 years. Yeah. And every year it goes up. The, we have never slept in different rooms in our house or anywhere unless somebody was out of town for something. Right. So, so even though when we had a blown out fight by the end of the night, we were. Yeah. Don't know, let the sun go down on exactly. you. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So, good. you know, I see people, oh, I'm going to go live at my dad's house or whatever. We never did that. No. And no. our, I, lo I love you, dad, but. And our adventure <laughs> was, I think what, from the day we said hello to the time we got married was what, nine months? Six months. Six months. Oh, wow. Hello to I do. And here we are 35 years later. Wow. It's, it's been quite the journey. And it wasn't, um, we, we had our first kid, what, three years? We're our only kid. Yeah. Three years after we got married. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. but yeah, it, it's been a journey and it's been a, it's been a, I would not replace it for anything. So back to you guys, uh, Robert and Kaylee, what area in business do most owners struggle with? Is it at the, the relationship piece of it or you know, well, def tackling yeah, the unknown definitely the relationship barreling yeah. at us. Yeah. I mean, definitely the relationship piece you know, is always an, always an issue just because the stress of the business, a lot of times it's taken away time, valuable time from family and the marriage. Mm -hmm. But I mean, outside of that, just from the business perspective, the most common things, common issues that business owners really are challenged with is just doing it all. Mm -hmm. they, they don't know how to delegate well, train well, and all that. So basically they, they, they do it, they take it all on themselves. And so that's obviously very growth limiting, right? So that's the, the number one thing we're usually addressing in the business. And, and I'm a, my background's in marketing. And, you know, as a, when I first started consulting, I mean, that's what I was known for as marketing consulting. 
And so they come to, to me and they, they think the answer is getting more sales. And as soon as I walk into the business and start uncovering what's going on, because I'm a, I'm a different kind of marketing consultant, I want to know exactly what's going on in the business overall. I mean, I look at their financial statements. I really assess financially where they're at, what their margins are and all that. And I really want to understand what's going on in the business. Um, so, because sometimes more customers can actually do more harm than good. Because if you can't handle what you already have, you're, how are you going to handle more? You mm-hmm. know? And that's where it's going. I'm looking at these business owners and they're already stressed the guild. You want more customers now because your, your bottom line's not healthy? I said, well, we can create a healthier bottom line if you just do business a little bit better and just fix the fundamentals. And the start of it is you not trying to do it all. Because... Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's one of the things that's hard for for a lot of business owners to let to go of the control. Of. It's yeah. their baby, and it's like, oh my gosh, I think I have to do it all. My hands got to be in everything, and you are the one that's blocking the growth. Because if everything has to come through your hands, and you got to approve it, you only have so much time. Yeah, and Dan said it earlier. You know, once you realize that somebody else, yeah, once somebody he realized somebody else can probably do it better than mm-hmm. I, because we're not we're not great at everything, right? And so let's stay in our lane. What am I really good at? And let's focus my time there and let's have somebody else that's better at other areas that I'm not good at and let them do it. And yes, we have to oversee it, but we definitely shouldn't micromanage because then, then all we're doing is their work, right? Then we're just, we're just not leveraging our help and our, our staff and the gifts. And so- And that also keeps you from getting burned out. Yeah, mm. so that's, that's the number one thing I would say was definitely in that area. And so there's a lot of- that's where even counseling, I mean, you know, some of the stuff we learned from counseling, we do that with our clients because sometimes we have to let them talk about what are the fears that they're, they're facing if they start to delegate and to kind of let go of authority. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a, there's a, there's a fear. Nobody can do it like me. It's my baby. No one can do it as good as me. No one can take care of the client, the customer. And, you know, I want to be needed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, I had it really bad. Cheryl had it bad with me too because Nobody could even sweep the floors better than I could. I'm not kidding you. I'm not kidding you. He's telling the I'm truth. I'm telling right you now. the truth. And it, but she helped me realize what I'm good at is starting something. Yeah. Then letting other people, you know, and and so yeah, it was hard because it's like, oh, you swept the floor. Oh, let me see how much more stuff I can pick up on the floor when I do it. And it, it was terrible because it was, no, 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 you got to do it this yeah. way, Dan. You did you, you, when you sweep the yeah. floor. You got to do it this way. There's only yeah. one way to yeah. do it. And that was the thing is we were hearing from our staff members. It was actually demoralizing to our staff members because right. they felt like I can't even be trusted to sweep the floor. What right. am I even doing here? You right. know, if I can't yeah. be trusted with something like that, then how are you trusting me with the other things that I do in this business? Like handling money. Right? And I think that was <laughs> yeah. like handling money. Yes. And the thing is, while I'm sweeping, sometimes when I sweep the floor, it was like, okay, I could that would be my thought process for what's going on during the day. It's a Zen moment. But, but what I realize is that when I'm doing those kind of things, I can't think the big picture. I can't, mm-hmm. I can't make other things happen that, uh, that I can do. It's like now, basically I walk away from the store and I can be gone three or four days doing trips and stuff, looking for things, which is better suited for me because right. that's where I'm the best at mm-hmm. right. finding the, finding the stuff. Right. So uh, letting that go, I couldn't, I couldn't do it if I didn't let it go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah there's no way <clears throat> no it's so true and and like you were saying kaylee that if everything's bottlenecking at you because you know we can't even sweep the floor until dan does it you know uh then the other things that are like really stuck everybody else is sitting back and you talk about time 
being wasted in air quotes in meetings? How about the time being wasted with your staff sitting there going, I, I got to wait for Dan to give me this thing so that I can go and process yeah. that thing. And, and, and it really undermines. Well, yeah, it's really about prioritizing. It, it undermines efficiency mm -hmm. and productivity because what happens is your staff is going to give just really a half-baked effort because in the back of their mind, they're just going to wait mm -hmm. for the owner to fix it anyway. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter how good I do it because right. the owner is going to come back and redo it anyway. So you just really, your efficiency mm -hmm. just goes down the tubes. When, when that happens. Amen. Well, now the, the, the now the new rule is that, okay, I want you to make a decision. You, you do it. And then we'll talk about the results of that decision so that they can grow and make decisions on their own. Yeah, it's you're not empowering them. even close to like it used to be. Mm -hmm. Right. It's not, I've learned that through the counseling that I have had and going through the Dave Ramsey things and every day that I'm on the radio show that all these things, I, that I let the people do it, you know, yeah. let them grow because there's some people out there that are rock stars. Mm -hmm. Most, well, everybody that works for us is a rock star right now. Yeah. Thank, thankfully. Yeah. Um, and you know, we're teasing Dan a lot, but I got my own little bag of tricks that, oh, uh, I you know, I have, <laughs> I know. Do we have another well, hour? Save it for this afternoon. <laughs> yes. Yes, for sure. We're going to be on your podcast later today and we can, we can unpack my bag of yeah. tricks and, and let you know. Well, I've had businesses mm -hmm. before Cheryl and I were together and, um, they were run the way that I thought that they should be ran and they were successful. They made money, but they, but they don't have, they don't, they didn't bring anything to the community. Mm -hmm. They didn't bring anything like now our business, we are part of the community. We share with computer. We help people, mm -hmm. people that are hurting right now, we can help them. And mm -hmm. what a difference in feeling. It's just yeah. totally different when you do that. Yeah, so for sure. Um, I want to ask uh, Robert and Kaylee, how important would you say a faith is, uh, a belief in, in a higher power, whatever that is? I mean, we're Christians. It, this isn't a Christian show, but it comes out in the work we do, in the words we say, and, and, and that sort of thing. Um, how important are, do you find that with the people that you consult with and counsel? I mean, yeah, for us, similar, you know, we're, we're Christians as well. And faith is definitely is, is huge, um, especially in times like these. Mm -hmm. And it's not just the faith, but even when you look at, you know, for us, everything that we do, whether it's coaching the couples and then even helping the business, it, it's grounded from well, really the, from the Bible. I mean, the scripture, I mean, if you just go through Proverbs itself, I mean, there's so many great um, so much great wisdom. I, mean, I guess that's why Solomon was considered the most, the wisest man to ever live. <laughs> and it shows in, just in Proverbs. And a lot of those Proverbs are implemented in business every day. They may not know where it comes from, the source comes from, but they utilize, and sometimes they'll say certain Proverbs, even not knowing that it comes from the Bible, but um, there's so much wisdom there. And so, you know, I mean, faith is so much more because, you know, just like, having a, you have to have a purpose greater than yourself mm -hmm. because if all you're doing is going after the buck, you know, going after the dollar, just take care of me. It, it's, it's very empty. And we see it. We'll, we'll see it. Not so much our clients, our clients all have a lot of level of faith and looking higher, but when you see other people just when they're just going after it and just going to make it one, you know, 1 million after another million or another billion, but you see that their life is just crumbling and they're really miserable. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, it is true, money can't buy happiness. It can buy the toys and all that. But at the end of the day, that's all they're doing is to create happiness. They have to keep buying stuff. They have to accumulate. They have to make more money. They have to accumulate more stuff. But at the end of the day, they're miserable. The, the family life suffers. Even if they don't get divorced, the, the, the family life is suffering. Um, they're, just, they're just living, right? Mm-hmm. And then they're just miserable. Um, but when you have something that, that you, you know, there's a, a, a belief in a, there's a purpose bigger than you. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so much more greater fulfillment in that. And what happens is you understand that there is something bigger than me, which means our business has to be doing something bigger than just for ourselves. Just mm-hmm. like what Dan's sharing, the fact that that can impact the community, mm-hmm. right? Part of our faith is talking about how do we help the poor, the widows and the orphans. Mm-hmm. We're meant to give back. Mm-hmm. And so our business is to create income, yes, to make a profit, absolutely. But ultimately, there's a cycle that it's supposed to give back into somebody else, into the community, even into our own customers. You know, with the bigger margin that we have monetarily, the more we have to give back. Yeah, and so that's sure. what we help, even with some of our Christian clients, they kind of struggle with the profitability standpoint because they're, they don't want to appear too greedy. But I said, what do you want to do in life? What do you want to, how do you want to help people? What missions organizations do you want to give? And they'll list this whole gamut of stuff they want to do. And I say, how are you going to do it? Mm-hmm. It's going to take money at some point, mm-hmm. right? It always boils down. to Money is going to be a, a source of being able to do, accomplish these things and to give back. So make as much money as you want and you can give as away as much as you want. I don't, I don't, I'm not telling you what to do with the profits. I mean, part of it does have to go back in the organization so you can build a healthier organization, but at the end of the day, you can give away as much as you want. Right. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. let's just build it. <laughs> yeah. And then Absolutely. also as you're building, you're also helping more people, just employing people. So, right. and vendors, the vendors, right. you're keeping them in business. I mean, there's so much, so much that your business can do outside of just giving, but just even just doing business in general it helps so many other businesses and other people just by the growth of your business. Especially in times like this, you know, you can go in and help your community in so many different ways, you know, giving back, employing people, um, encouraging them, supporting them in a lot of different ways. It could be emotional, um, mm-hmm. you know, encouraging them to start a business. Now's a great time to start a home business, something mm-hmm. that you're passionate about. There's all kinds of different things. Yes. And then too, with faith, um, just having peace at this time, mm-hmm. peace that it's going to be okay and that you're going to get through this and, you know, we don't have to live in anxiety and fear and just because the media tells us yeah, that's what they want us to do, you know? Well, for sure. Because if we stay full of ang- anxiety and fear, then we keep tuning in so that they can help us feel better, but they don't, they give us more anxiety and fear. So we keep tuning in and it is a, it's a sick little cycle. So we have to uh, have another outlet for that. And and so I agree with you hundred percent that faith is uh, for us, it's it's the foundation and it's everything. So um, uh, we got to start wrapping up. This went so quickly. We could talk to you guys forever. So I'm excited that we get to be on your uh, podcast. Yeah, we get a part two. So we're going to tell everybody, we're going to have to sandwich these or or put these two together. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So tell folks, please, the the name of your podcast and also how they can follow all that you do. And if there's uh, people out there that are like, I've been waiting to hear a solution and it sounds like uh, this power couples by design could be a real solution for 
uh, or a real help for us. Tell folks how they can uh, take advantage of that. Uh, yeah, all you got to remember is Power Couples by Design because it's the .com, the website. It's also the Facebook page. It's also the Instagram page. Um, we don't have a LinkedIn page, but you can follow me on LinkedIn <laughs> or follow us on LinkedIn, Robert Fakui and Kaylee Fakui. But yeah, the website has everything, you know, as far as the podcasts, you know, we have an online course for couples in business. And then of course, being just being able to contact us for, for coaching help. But just, if you just remember Power Couples by Design, you'll be able to reach us on the web or on, on social. Awesome. Do you guys have uh, coaching that you do on Zoom? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, we've been uh, doing it for quite a while. Yeah, a lot of it because a lot of our clients are actually out of even out of state. Um, we have clients in Alaska, Montana, and you know, Florida, and so forth. So Sioux Falls. Um, so, anyways, primarily we were doing Zoom calls primarily anyway, um, and even in LA, um, you know, it could be a one one client. If you have to go visit a client in Orange County, that's an all day journey. I mean, that literally yeah. is a five hour. That's a five hour day right there. Just for an hour meeting. So uh, I've always been kicking around. I'd love to do more Zoom meetings, even for LA clients, because I mean, nothing really replaces face-to-face for sure, mm-hmm. but also why not leverage technology so we can actually do more and even see more people. So for now sure. COVID's kind of been a blessing to the skies. So even the local clients are doing Zoom. So in yeah. fact, we have one, you know, this afternoon. So it's just, it's just great. It's just a great tool that really leverages your time. And uh, so, yeah, Zoom is, Zoom is. You were doing Zoom before Zoom was cool. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. When everybody got on Zoom in March, it was really crapping our style because I was, Zoom was having a lot of glitches. Yes. Everybody's on Zoom now. (laughs) Yes. Crashing the system for sure. All right, guys. Thank you so much for this time and for all that you've shared with us. And we will definitely be uh, looking forward to our conversation later when we are on your podcast. And the podcast itself is called Power Couples by Design. Yes, exactly. Fantastic. That's where everybody can find uh, the continuation part two of this conversation. All right. Have an awesome day. Thank you so much. Thanks. Thanks. Great being on. Bye-bye. That is awesome. I, you know, I wish people could really dig deep in my brain. No, and under, and nobody wants. <laughs> I know, but understand the the trials that I went through to decide for the counseling. Yeah. Because seriously, I know a lot of people that are. I can fix this myself, and I'll tell you, there's things you can't fix yourself. It really cannot. is true. I mean, you've got to have a can-do spirit to be an entrepreneur. You've got to be a, um, you know, kind of like, if I want it done right, I got to do it myself kind of a, an idea. But then you can't stay there. There's a, a book called What Got You Here Won't Get You There. And that's kind of the same idea that, you know, you need certain skills uh, and mindset to get you started and, and get you running and having the confidence that you know that you can do all the things that come into play with a business. But then how do you grow that? Right. There's only one of you. Besides that, your plans that you start with in a business, once you learn and educate yourself in other ways, your plans are going to change. Yeah. And if you if you don't educate yourself and you don't make changes to those plans, you're going to fail. A good chance you're going to fail. 
Yeah. Well, it's been an awesome journey so far. And uh, in so many ways, I think we're just getting started. Oh, yeah. Because I mean, you know, we have changed directions and we have a plan. But I mean, just recently, other changes have been made. One, because of COVID. Mm -hmm. But other things are changing. It's like, I thought, okay, I'm through, right? I'm done. What I've got here, I'm content with. Well, no, I'm not. Well, and then our daughter, of course, Cassie Todd Jamison, she is the manager of our uh, auction house, Pot of Gold Estate Auctions. And so now we're, we're really purposely working on the, um, you know, the legacy piece. Uh, She decides truly, you know, that she is going to make this a second generation business. And then she's got two daughters that are little right now, but we're going to blink and they're going to be of an age that maybe they want to make it a third generation. You can't get, you know, right to the, you know, the place that we're either, you know, ailing uh, physically or, you know, aging out or something like that. And then try to figure out, oh, wait, are we going to pass this business along? You've got to be thinking way down the road. And, and even if you don't end up that way, you should at least right. explore that avenue and see what that looks like. But all right, we've got to wrap up. Is it time to thank our guests? It is definitely time to thank our guests. Your time is your most finite and valuable commodity. And when you spend it with us, that's everything. Thank you so much. Whether you're watching on the OpsLens smart app, uh, smartphone app on YouTube, on GunStreamer, or whether you're listening to the audio only version uh, that we host on our website, gunfreedomradio.com, we appreciate you. And when you take these conversations into your um, spheres of influence, that's that's really the where the rubber meets the road. Right. This whole conversation that we've had with these this fine couple, mm-hmm. Robert and Kaylee, mm-hmm. we never even talked about guns. But you know what? It's not all about guns. It's it's about how to act, how to be, how to be a great uh, example to your friends, and mm-hmm. all these things. Again, that's a responsibility. And a gun, if you want to be a gun owner, you want to be a responsible gun owner. So Sometimes you have to take it past the. Yeah, and we are Gun Freedom Radio, right. so we're talking also about freedom. You know, how how do you make yourself more free from your anxiety, your angst, the things that are and your marriage for you, your marriage. Yeah, right. I mean, you think sure. about that. If you really want to be free with your marriage, it's not getting a divorce guys. Mm-mm. If you really, really want to be free, work together, find a way to work together because that's where freedom starts. Right. Could not agree with you more. And I also want to uh, thank our guests, Robert and Kaylee Fukui. Awesome work that they're doing as power couples by design. Check them out. And until next time, pray for our nation, pray for our representatives and our leaders. Um, all of them? All of them, Dan. Okay. Ooh, that was easy. Yeah. Even the ones you don't like? That's because of counseling. Yes. <laughs> um, especially the ones you don't like? Definitely the ones you don't like the most. Oh, my goodness. Counseling, this Cheryl. is way too it's counseling. easy. It's counseling. The freedom. I love it. Okay. But we didn't, we're not going to mention Nancy, right? Oh, here we go. Have a great week. Be good to each other. Bye-bye. And God bless. <laughs>